Hey, Turf War Trivia, it is heating up. It's North versus South. There's $100,000 on the line, and it is serious business. But people often say, well, what side of the river am I on? I'm actually West. Well, now there's a solution. Yes, we've got a BuzzFeed quiz you can do to work out which side of the river you live on, and they're always 100% accurate. Yes, 99% of the time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's on our socials. Yeah, get it on our socials. Oh, because you're listening to this on the podcast and we're telling you to go to our Facebook page to go and do it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What's up? It's a Friday and a Friday edition of the podcast. Here it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I posted a, uh, a text message conversation that I had with my mum on Instagram. If you want to, if you want to see it, just go to Instagram. Is it the stories? Yes. Yeah. 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 Abby Jane Coleman, because I'm in trouble for posting it. No, oh, you? You, your mum wasn't happy with that. Oh, she's like, oh, you don't need to share that stuff. It was. I was the, like, well, you, you shared it. It was the best thing I saw on social media last night. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You're on TikTok okay. a lot, so and, that's good. And I go on there heaps. Mm. Okay. So she posted, She sent me a text message saying, cleaning through your room to bring up some old jewellery and I found these in these in a bag with nail polishes. Need them brought up. Do you need them brought up? They were in the side pocket of the maroon bag. Bag had to be thrown out because it was yuck. Um, and she put two condoms there. <laughs> what brand? Durex? Ansel? Is that important? Du- Durex. <laughs> Or were they, were they the, you remember is the, this a competition? Do you want it? Because everyone, a lot of guys have gone. Oh, I'm single. Can I have them? <laughs> yeah. no, I'm like, they I just, have I an just expiration date, don't they? Yes, yeah, she yeah. actually wrote mm. what the explanation is. Nah. The expiry date. I, I just remember as a young man um, buying condoms that I was never going to use, but you know, got to have one just in case. I was too embarrassed to buy them at the shops. So remember, you could go into the toilets of a service yes. station. Uh-huh. You put a dollar mm-hmm. into the thing. You'd twist it like it was one of those mm. like um, bouncy ball yeah. Yeah. things. And, and the if it didn't center, work, you were too embarrassed to go and ask them to get it yeah. fixed. So you just <laughs> yes. try it again. Yes. So yes. Um, was it one of those, or was it like it was a store bought one? It was so long ago because I wrote back saying, glad you threw out the bag because clearly it wasn't my lucky bag um, because there was two in there. I mean, maybe there was five in there to start with. Well, boxes of 12, aren't they? No, there wasn't a boxes. I must have taken it out or going on a night out. But the, 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 it's ridiculous because I moved out of home when I was 18 or 19. Yeah. So I've had all my stuff back there or maybe I had it from when I was in Sydney and moved it back. But it's like, it's just a clear indication that I have so much crap at my parents' house that yeah. I need to move out as a grown woman with my own kids. Were these um, next to the bong she found last time? Or? Oh, that was embarrassing. And I didn't know if Dad knew what it was. Oh, come put, on, mate. He was born. He went through the I 60s. I don't know. He didn't. He was like straight 180. He, he went, was the he most boring guy. He went to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he he oh, knew no. what it was. But it was Mum weed did. with it and he kept the weed and gave the bong back. <laughs> <laughs> but then he put it all out like in display. So mm. when Scotty and I went back, did we want to pick it up? And then we were, like, trying to say, like, what do we tell him it is? Like, it's a weight. And then he goes, you don't want to keep it for your sons? Mm-hmm. We're like, no, mate, new technology. They're not <laughs> saying that about the condoms, are they? That's what mum said, do you want it? And I was like, how old are they? Because I moved out of home for so long ago. Mm. God, they're so, exp- how, I don't even know how long one of them lasts for. Oh, well, there you go. Have a guess what year it was. What year it expires. I moved out of home, oh, 2002. Okay. I reckon they expired 2005. I reckon 2005 (laughs) is the year they expired. 
When they expire, is that just it for them? Or is it just more likely to break? It's like it's it's like eating chicken. You're taking it's the a risk. Suggestion. <laughs> yeah. It's, then they just go. That's no, on you, buddy. Not two thousand five. Right. No. But if it's fully sealed and it, no oxygen is hitting the plastic, do you like want them to bring them up? I would actually love. Okay, I would like to I'll see it back and saying, inspect yes, it. Yes, please. Maddie would like him. He's had a vasectomy, <laughs> but he would like them. Just you for old timey sake. Well, She's I probably throwing him out now, but I'll ask her. I haven't seen one or used one in so long. Two thousand and. Fourteen. Seven. Seven, there you 2007. go. 2007. Yeah, they've got a long expiry date. They do date. last a long time. Mm. I'll get her to bring them up. He's, he's pretty obsessed. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not obsessed. I'm just interested in it. They're going to drive up um, uh, in a couple of weeks, and they're going to bring a lot of boxes of all the stuff that I have at home because Dad's trying to get rid of it. And every time he's on the plane, he can't. But if they're driving up, they put it in the boot and we're like, here, take your crap. He doesn't trust it to go through the airport scanner. <laughs> what, yeah. it <laughs> what if you ask him to bring it up and he's like, sorry, we don't have them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm sorry to sound like an old man, but some kids these days, they just do not know how good they've got it. Many upper-class people will be like, that isn't normal. Lessons you learn growing up poor. There's a few sort of flags that you can go, oh, if someone says it to you, you go, oh, you obviously were poor growing up. And we're talking about Franklin's. But Franklin's, that's where you shopped if you you didn't have much money. Get ready, because them childhood feels are going to come flooding back. We used to go to the School of Hairdressing to get your hair cut because it was free. They'd gone from those, like, fake torso models, and they're allowed to do real people now. My dad used to take us to the drive-in and he used to go, all right, kids, hop in the boot oh. and you got a blanket. <laughs> and he used to pay and he was the only one going. Think of the box office numbers. Like, this movie should have been a much bigger hit. We opened up the phones and I learned you guys get what it's like to grow up poor too. I used to wear my stepdad's pants and wrap the belt around really, really tight <laughs> because I couldn't afford the cross colours. <laughs> oh. My aunt was an exclusive Franklin's No Frills shopper, which was fine until my uncle got out of the shower and picked up the Ajax instead of the talcum powder oh. and doused himself in oh. his nether region. Whoa. That's the problem with generic packaging. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of three kids and um, when we open up our school lunchboxes, we'd have a third of a roll-up in there each. (laughs) (laughs) Taking my own snacks to um, the movies. Now, I still do that. Does anyone else do that? I do too. Yeah, Yeah. cool. (laughs) I'm like, like, use a microwave in the parents' room now to um, eat up your popcorn. Gail, you are a genius. <laughs> That's a genius. <laughs> so good. Do the mums say anything to you when they're lined up to heat their bottles behind you? No, I'm like a ninja. Yeah. I just get in and out. dropped just a couple of weeks ago. Kim Kardashian has filed for divorce. This is not going to be an acrimonious divorce. We pulled the scoop of the week when Kim's actual divorce lawyer, Laura Wasser, called through to the show. Good morning. Has there been clients of yours that you've just had to take aside and said, look, you've used me twice now for divorces. Um, Perhaps don't get married again? (laughs) Uh, Something like that. Absolutely. Or uh, maybe you need to have me vet them before you decide to get (laughs) married. Or at least get a prenup this time. I learned, well, celebrities get real catty in a divorce. Literally. 
have a lot of wobbles over pets, and one of them in the past couple of years had to do with cats. These two white, beautiful Persian cats, and the husband decided to give the cat some kind of a diuretic, and when they went over to the wife's beautiful white house, they had diarrhea all over for the entire weekend. Oh, my God. So, and then do they call you and say, Laura, this is what's happened, sort out the custody <laughs> arrangements? Well, no, but they'll call and say, do you have the member of a good cleaning company? <laughs> <laughs> I also learned when it comes to a prenup, they can be real jerks. We really try to draft prenups that are enforceable. I've had men say, uh, if my wife doesn't lose the baby weight uh, by a certain date after she's had the baby, I want to be able to get divorced without having to pay this thing. Unbelievable that a man Uh-oh. even has the balls to bring that up. To me, a woman who's had two children exactly. and I'm not really to, I've lost all the baby weight. The horrible. No, no, not enforceable. We're not putting it in. And then you're invited to the wedding and the whole time you're like... Mm-mm. You could have done better than that. <laughs> so, Abby shared this with Stab and I this week. We're talking about moving to the country. I'd always be like, no, I love the city. But now I'm like, it's got that appeal, doesn't it? And the dream would be now to live on a bit of land. You know, have a veggie patch. The kids could just run mm. and just be like, go out into the back. Just Build your bonfire, do yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. three boys, it, everything just feels so small. Mm. Where exactly does Abs consider the country? We're looking at a place at Capalabar and it was just beautiful, but it was like a hectic. Uh, Google Maps is telling me that's only 20 k's from Brisbane City. But wait... Her plan, you are not going to believe. If we bought that size land, there is no way we could afford to build on it. But I'd be willing to just get a caravan because that's I love a caravan. She learned, Stab and I don't think she'll survive. <laughs> I know you joke. I could do it. <laughs> I, could, I lived without a kitchen for 12 weeks. Oh, I lived, we know. Oh. <laughs> don't worry yeah, about that. You took it real good. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But living in a caravan. I could live in a caravan. And Step, I, said, I live in a construction site. I live in a construction site. Your current walk-in see. wardrobe is the size of a shipping container. And that's my only issue, is where would I put the wardrobe? That's the only thing I think, what would I do? I'm not that high maintenance. You're saying all of this in a fur coat. Yeah. It's a $2 Matter. I'm a gal of the land. Have a sip of your every I could be trailer trash and you know I could. <laughs> you have got to watch the video to this on our Facebook page right now. That's what I've learned this week and you can get it all again with our podcast. Just favourite it in the all-new listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Thirteen ten sixty. We're doing a bit of a sound test because we're going camping next week. Who cares about the rain? Doesn't matter. It'll be fun. And thunderstorms make it exciting. Character building is oh, what it is. Oh, we should have had thunder in here. Storm. Thunder. Thunder. thunder, lightning. Can we play some putt putt in the thunder. Yeah, we can do whatever you want, man. My advice is to swing it as high as you, high can, as you can up can. to the sky. Always good. Yeah. But we've uh, um. compiled a bit of a sound test of camping playlists. So these are just songs that we might put on. And everyone goes, oh yeah, sing along songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, often you don't even like them, but you can sing loudly, loudly to them. So I guess. And don't forget too, you guys can come camping with us. It's all thanks to Anaconda and their partner Coleman. So um, we need a few more people to get involved with this sing along. Jake is first up. Hey, buddy. 
Hey, how you going? Yeah, we're good. Now, remember, when the music stops, you sing the next line. Here we go. Whoa, living on a prayer, take my hand. I don't know the next bit. Oh, we'll make it, I him. swear. Jake, the acoustics. You sound like some tradie that sings on the work site. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well done, that yeah, was good. That was a belter. All right, 131060, Jess and Kabulcha, are you ready? Uh, we're building our camping sing-along playlist. All right. There we go. I know. I actually don't know the end of that one. Yeah. That's a tough That's one. I want to know, have you ever seen the rain? I'll, get, I'll give you a go at another one that you might know, all right? Let's see. <laughs> do you know? Do you like Kelly Clarkson? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and since you've been gone. There you yes. go. Come on, give it some That's more. Good. Give it some more, Jess. I can't remember it. <laughs> Good song. I used to always think that was a breakup song. I thought it was. It is, isn't it? Since you've been about gone? her dad. Yeah, it's about her dad. Yeah, not, not a very supportive dad. Breaking so. up with her dad. Oh, isn't that because of you? That's because of you. Oh, is that because of you? Yeah. God, she did, best breakup songs ever. Mm. <laughs> hey, Lily. <laughs> Here we go. Any song's a good song for a sing-along when you're camping. The party in the USA. Well done. What? Another one? Oh, yeah, I got yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're just staring at me like you're about to say something. No, I'm ready for, ready for the Didn't did like the song selection? That's what that face kind of was? Know, I keep thinking of Liam. Liam. Oh, Every really? time I play the, like, hear the Miley Cyrus, I keep thinking of Liam. That's oh, so, mm-hmm. bad, but mm-hmm. Liam's doing really well. So you're yeah. thinking because she broke up with Liam and you've turned Liam's side that you don't want her to get any Spotify royalties. <laughs> it's time for her to go broke. That reminds me, I have to go to Specsavers <laughs> later. Katie. It in... is so pathetic to think like that, but that's exactly how I do it. I'm not singing along to that. <laughs> I'm loyal to the Hemsworth brothers. <laughs> Katie and Marsden, are you ready for your campsite sing-along song? I sure am. Right, I want to hear you use uh, this person's voice too. This is how you remind me of This is how you remind me. No, I really am. <laughs> I want you to no, sing that, Chad. Karen and Corinda, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Karen. No complaining if you don't get this right, okay? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, no, no, hey. It's a terrible song. Hey, hey, hey. hey Stab's hey, favourite. Hey. Stab, sing it for her. Hey, I owe you. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box 10 grand is what it's worth Monday, the 8th. Of March. Jeez, donuts, where's it going? Donuts and desk. They're two of your answers. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All the way from Australia, please welcome Dean Lewis.
Well, this has been a while. Great to have him back into the studio. He's got a new song out uh, today. Dean Lewis is here. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, and thanks for having me, guys. I was going to say a banger, but it's not a banger. What do you use now? You can still say banger. Can you? Well, banger just means good. Great song. Well, do you oh, still wow. use a banger? Like, what well, would you? Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it's one to bang to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, their own. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're trying to just... I was actually talking about this. I don't know how to describe the song. Mm. Like, it's like when people say, what's it like? I'm like, I don't even know how to describe it. I would say it. it's a feels one. Definitely. And I love that. Definitely I love feels. like when you can, you can put yourself into the film clip. Yes. And yeah. you, so you're visualizing you there. Yes. She is visual- I, can, I can guess. You're visualizing yourself on an airplane. You're looking out the window. There's a rain falling down the other side. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Every time. <laughs> actually, speaking of the video... You hired out an entire casino. Yeah, that's in, not cheap. In Vegas. Yeah, so we hired a um, because because of COVID, uh, the Palms Casino was shut, mm. and so for like for fifteen thousand dollars, they let us hire the whole joint, which wow. is a lot of money. But like, if you're going to hire that, you we, like it's not possible for any for us to do it if it was open. Like mm, you'd pay yeah. millions to put it down. But um, it was all closed, so we basically had just me running through the casino and doing whatever we wanted and in the hotel rooms and they actually had no chaperone for us we were just like allowed to do whatever we wanted wow. but um the idea of the video was like you know the song is about like um i guess the song is about like you know ever since i was young my whole life it's been like when i finish school i'll feel happy or well, when i when i finish the, when i get this job when i get this car yeah. and then it's like if we get a record deal um, if we have a song that does well, then I'll be present and, mm. and I'll be, you know, this life's great. Everyone's going to like me. I'll like me. And then I yeah. kind of got to the end of the, the last tour and was like, I don't remember anything. I'm stressed about good things. I've always been stressed about good things, even when they happen. So I was like, well, I've got to change me and i got to like yeah. be present. So, so that's they the say be, happiness is being content with the way you are now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that kind of vibe. That's yeah. deep, man. Thanks, That's man. It's a, bit, it's a bit too early to get that deep. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what was that like, Ben, being... In America, at the in the heat, like they're still in the heat of COVID. Yeah, but like you, it's it's wild. It's pretty intense. Yeah, like yeah, I was there through a lot lot of it. Like um, because I was kind of after the tour finished, I was kind of there for about like I think a year. But yeah, it was just you know it was creatively you know it gives you more time, but um, it sucks because everything's delayed and everyone's you want to get back out there with the band and stuff like that and mm. and get back on the road. It's just it's just meant we everyone's kind of had to push things back. Yeah. But it was um. But with yeah, they, are they not as like you know here we get one case in in a city and then they're like shut it down for four days. Yeah. In America, is it was it different there? They're like hey, there's hundreds of thousands of cases. Oh, whatevs. Let's just keep masking and rolling on. Yeah, there was. I think they have a lot of cases in LA. There was. Yeah. It was always very intense and like the lock. There was a lot of like um. Yeah, mask very early. We've been wearing masks for a long time. And you come back to Australia, and there's no, there's just, everyone's really chill. And I don't think it's a, as much of a problem here, though. No, no, no. Yeah. We, got it, we got it under control. Yeah, especially up here. <laughs> like, this is, uh, yeah, it's just like life is normal. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. We've got survivor's guilt. You've got survivor's <laughs> guilt. How's we that do. guilt showing on you? Uh, I'm posting a lot on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't have any of that. No, one's <laughs> awesome. We've spoken about, because we always sing your music here at the studio, and we're talking about the, the word mate, because I love it how you've used it in a, a song. Yeah. And I was saying to Stav, like, because we use mate here and over in the UK, in America, do they use mate as much? No, they don't. Actually, you know, for Be Alright, they wanted me, my record, someone in my record label, 
floated the idea that I should change the line from uh, I know you love it, but it's over, mate, to I know you love and I they'll like come up with an alternate. So mm. I recorded a I know you love her, but it's far too late. Right. Because it was like oh. the, the idea was it's not American enough. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? it's and always like, saying like Bud or Pow or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that would definitely wouldn't work, would it, God? Um but um but we, I I heard it and just went, Yeah, this is terrible. No right, way. Right, but yeah. they actually scared that it wouldn't work because of the, the, the mate, but it did. I think it actually yeah. stood called, out. More. I think it did, yeah. yeah. And they were they they liked that. They yeah. liked the Australian. I bet you he knows Steve Irwin. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knows the Irwin family. Yeah. He's from Australia. Yeah. But now every interview they'll go, hey, mate. Hey, mate. How you doing? Trim on the Barbie. They do that. I've had, I've had oh, all sorts of interviews. Ever wrestled a crocodile? <laughs> Is that true? You guys ride kangaroos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. All that. Is Why that are they all like that? It's <laughs> actually true. American boys? That's how they speak, do they? Yeah, they do. They do. They are. Uh, I think, yeah, we, we kind of play up to it a little bit, though, don't we? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you, yeah. in your interviews with Americans on American radio, did you just. Like go for it to, oh, to stir I, them up. I love it. They, you know what? Um, they just love Australians over there because I think they don't take us seriously. They sort of view us as just a novelty. This, who's this Aussie? Like you know, like we just kind of speak different and we're kind of like a novelty. So they're kind of yeah. just like, they, but they're always really friendly to Aussies. They love us over there. So I had a great time just going, and I went through everything. And we toured all over the place and I, every radio station I've been through like, multiple times. And yeah, it was um, it was a, it was crazy. Well, um, congrats, man, on the new song, Falling great. Up. It is awesome. out now. We've been trying to search for it on the internet, but your record company did a great job of not mm. letting it leak. It is officially out today, so great <laughs> to have you in. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This has become a thing online, the three-by-three three rules mm. for married uh, married people with kids. So they're saying that they have followed the three by three rule and they are three times happier. Okay. So People for me, a three by three is just my pop out tent for camping. Okay. You know, three by three, get him out. You mean something, something different to each person, but I'm going to tell you exactly what it is because it's interesting. So a friend, a friend of hers, this girl was really annoyed, right, that her husband was taking naps during the day. Mm-hmm. He said it just. She said it just irritated that he would have a 45 minute nap, and she's like, what the. And he's like, I need it. Mm. I need it. It's the same as your time that you tune out when I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, right. She said, he said, that's what I have the equivalent for it. And she was talking to her friend about this. <laughs> and her friend said, well, we went to marriage counselling and the three-by-three three rule was suggested. So what it is, is each person within the marriage mm-hmm. has three hours a week to themselves. So you can either take it in one chunk, which is three hours, go out, go for golf, have fun, do whatever, Mm. or you can be broken up into little bits. So this guy was like, I want 45-minute naps here and there. So that would be his three hours. Question. Yeah. Does that include drive time? Because if I'm going to play golf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a lot of questions for me because I was like, Wait a minute. So what, like what, I was like, if I go to the gym, is that my time as well? Because I wouldn't class it as, but I think yeah. it is. Mm. Is that my time, the no, gym? No, I wouldn't say so because it's self better. I, like, I just want to sit on my butt and yeah. stare at the wall. That's the three hours. Yeah. 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 You, not, well, I you, think you couldn't do that for that long. But yeah, yeah. but like whatever I want to do. I mean, maybe it's just sitting on your phone looking at Instagram. Like mm. I like that. So oh. you do that. But then it would be hard to say, look, just so you know, I'm doing 10 minutes of this. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to break it up that much. Now, just forget, this is what I think is it's great, but I don't know how achievable it is because you do that. So you uh, both get three hours by yourself. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. you have to have three hours mm. couple time. 
So Does that include to... drive time as well? <laughs> yeah, it includes drive time, mate. All right. <laughs> the three hours is nearly up, mate. We're 30 driving. minutes from home. Uh, I want to promise. <laughs> why were you speeding? What, three-hour rule officer? Why are you concerned with drive time? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. He's, he's got to drive to the other partner. <laughs> <laughs> well, choose someone not into Wumpa, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, no, it would... It would then you'd have to do your um your, your date night. Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, and so that could, but that could be That's divided good. into 30 minutes each night where you both sit down your phones and talk to each other. So that's what Scotty and I do now is that we will put the kids to bed mm. and yep. we'll sit and have a wine and we'll, we'll talk to each other. Okay. So that could be 30 minutes each night yeah. rather than going on a date night every night. That, that's week. what you do. Do you do feels like? So you go, that was half an hour, but it felt, felt like, like an yeah. hour. We'll write it down as that. Can you also, with the three hours alone time, do you have to agree on that at the start of the week? So if you're, like, yelling out during bath time to come and help, you're like, no, nah, I'm <laughs> just taking ten minutes of my three hours. <laughs> I think you have to book it in. I yeah. know, there's a lot of questions about it. It's clever, I, I, though. I think I like it, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's not a bad idea because that way she says she doesn't get annoyed mm. when he's on the couch napping because she's like, well, that's not how I would spend my 45 minutes. Exactly. But that's him. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Okay, so, so three is, hours alone, is... three hours together. Yeah. It's a three by three. It's a work. three by three, but it's a, it's a week, so it's not a tent. This is a, a the law for a marriage. So I want everyone to try it. So this is Friday. You got you got a week to try it, and we'll report back next Friday. And do the kids have to agree to it too? So me and Kat be like, Rory, it's our three. It's three by three. This is one of our hours. I don't care. Get the fire blanket. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. I wouldn't want Scotty to go, well, this is your half an hour, and then the kids come in. Yeah. So I'd be like, I'm starting it again. Yeah. The timer's starting again. Yeah. Do they Yeah. Do they encourage a stopwatch? Yeah. Or does that kind of work against I, it? You would be so irritating to the marriage counsellor because <laughs> they, they would be giving you this and be like, What's my drive time? What's my stopwatch? I'm just, just saying, I'm just saying, you're giving me something to do and yeah. I want clear direction. I don't want any grey area. I want to know specifically what you're requiring You need of one me. of those things that, okay. like they have in the cartoons where you walk in and clock in and then it yeah, started yeah. and then <laughs> clock out okay. and there you go. Here's, here's for you, right? Uh-huh. Uh, just so you want to do, it needs to be put into the day calendar and then invite sent to the other person so you can agree on that schedule to uh-huh. make it easier for you. There you, you go. Okay, so you put in saying this hour is one of my hours. Just so you know, when I send the invite, though, that is not my time. I'm doing that drink shit. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Rick, have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? That's not our policy. Uh, We want you to call us on 131060 if you work in customer service. You can remain anonymous. And we will not dob on you to your boss because um, I was on TikTok, as I usually am, mm-hmm. for the good part of the day. <laughs> Hit me up, at Maddie Acton. Second career, so it's not lazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm building oh, an empire on yeah, TikTok. Last night, he, he was telling me, he goes, my last video got blah, blah, blah. And I went, half a million? He goes, no, 100,000. I was like, oh, wow. But then he wanted to tell me all his videos. One of them well, got up to 700,000. Holy moly. Got one with 121,000, 206,000, 542,000. Hit me up at Maddie Acton on the TikTok, kids. Um, We're going to have to cut you off soon, by the way. Here's what I saw on TikTok the other day, and I thought it was actually very funny because um, you know it probably happens, but because it's never said to you or and it's never right in your face, mm. um, it's always fun to hear when people share it. What's something you've done to a customer after they've been rude to you? I'll go first. Sometimes when they ask for butter, 
I give them cold butter, even though I have room temperature butter, <laughs> because I know the cold butter will rip up their bread. <laughs> Uh, I think that's probably about as subtle as we're going to get, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thirteen ten sixty. What did you do to a customer after they were rude to you? That's what we're asking. In all my years of retail and, and hospitality, I don't think I ever retaliated against a customer. I did once. Yeah, because yeah, I used to always do. I did dealt with complaints, and one lady was like, "I'm going to call you up. This is to do with a prestige car," and she was annoyed about it because the light kept coming on, um, not realizing that the light kept coming on. You know the seatbelt. Mm, mm, Um, because her handbag was on the passenger seat so it kept going off because it was so heavy Mm, and she's like it's broken and I'm going to get a current affair on you and I was like "All right, no worries blah 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 talking to her for a while and then she asked for my number like to give me a call back and I said yes and I gave her a current affairs number (laughs) (laughs) which you knew off the top of your head I wrote it down as she was talking I was like I'm going to look this up but I Um, thought oh that's so savage of me of course, it got online and it started picking up a bit of traction. Um, some people said, and I'm going to assume this is obviously um, cafes uh, mm. would do this, and maybe some, I'm not going to name names, but some juice bars, they underblend smoothies. So <laughs> when when they suck on the straw, sure. chunks get stuck no. in it and they can't get it through, which is one of the most irritating things after you've spent $12 mm-hmm. on a piece of fruit that was blended with some milk. Mm-hmm. Baristas say that if people early in the morning are really rude, they will uh, give them decaf espresso shots instead of what they've asked for. I think baristas Mm -hmm. probably have to do with the rudest because people haven't had their caffeine. Mm. Yep. Um, This is a good one too. People say they've accidentally double-charged on purpose because people never notice until they leave the store. They only read their docket as they're leaving. Mm. So then they leave, and then they have to rejoin the back of the queue ah. to come and get their refund. They're like, I'm so sorry, but they ah. make them wait for ages. Nice. Absolute genius. So then, uh, when I, you said it at the top, I thought it was going to be like a lot meaner. You know, but this, these are good, no, like, little petty, petty ways. Petty little things, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this must be... I don't I don't think this happens in Australia, so it must be American. Someone said, in a deli, if people are really rude, which I've noticed people can be rude to Delis. deli workers. Like, mm. I've been standing here for ages. They said if they ask for their cheese to be sliced, after they've sliced it, they squeeze it together oh, yeah. so that you it's impossible to then peel it when they get home. <laughs> it's back to being a block. Remember you used to get the numbers? They don't do that anymore. The tickets. No, I used to, yeah. When you used to go to the, the deli, remember you used to get the ticket? It's a, it's a hard one because the tickets are there, but you grab a ticket and they say, we're not using the tickets. You're mm. like, why yeah. not? They said, oh, we only use them when it's busy. Mm. So yes. how are you meant to know what, what's the level of business for the tickets? Like the Woolies? Yeah, they don't have yeah. them anymore. Yeah, they don't have them anymore. People yeah. were scalping them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got number one. I, I love when you would get a ticket and then you would get served before someone and then there'd just be this like Karen who holds her numbered ticket in your face. Mm. Like, I'm before you. <laughs> You're not going to steal my ham. Uh, Maddie, what have you done to a customer who's been rude? Um, so when you work in a bar, if they have a bar tab, you charge them extra drinks to their bar tab because they'll never know. Or you just charge the more expensive version of that drink. Yeah, that's good. No <laughs> right. one ever checks the bar tab. The most expensive whiskey or something. Because yes. I think somewhere in, in everyone's person, there's that bit where you get your bar tab and you go, I thought it'd be more than that, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, definitely every <laughs> yeah. time. But yeah. Or you just can't charge your standard drinks, like double or yep. like just four extra drinks if only one person buys a drink. Just to be annoying. Always be nice to your bar. Has anyone ever gone back and gone, wait a minute, I didn't get that? Uh, Yeah, a couple of times. If they're in a big bar tab, you can't really dispute it because it's like, well, that person ordered it. Yes. At the end of um, every cruise ship, because you have your card the whole time, everyone disputes everything. And you've been drinking solidly for a week. There's no way you're going to remember everything. Yeah, right. Uh, Emma, you're from Tawong. What do you do when customers be rude? 
Look, I was working in a function room at a hotel and I had a lady I caught drinking her own wild turkey and she went off at me. So I said I'd give it back to her at the end of the night and I brewed a nice pot of tea. Mm. I emptied out her wild turkey, filled it up with tea and just topped it up the top with her wild turkey and gave it back to her at the end of the night. Nice work. <laughs> she would have thought a teenager had snuck in. I used to do that to my mum's Southern Comfort when I was at home. Yeah, and dilute it. And dilute yeah. it down. I can't believe she bought her own just in like a little... <laughs> yeah. What is it? Because she didn't want to pay for drinks or because mm. they didn't serve wild turkey? Look, she was just being a tight ass, I think, but she yeah. did complain, but the uh, person that was hosting the function rang back and told me she deserves it. It was the message that we got back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 great, great, great. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> Jules in Redland Bay, what did you do? Good morning. I saw this right in front of me. I was very excited to be getting on, on my first plane ride. I was going to America and... I was checking in, and the, the fellow who was at the counter in front of me was a really loud American fellow, and he was complaining about the seats that they got allocated. He was complaining about everything, the price, threatening to make complaints, all those sorts of things. And when he left, I just said to the lady, take a moment, here's my passport, here's my tickets, don't worry about people like that. You forget about them, you don't worry about it. And in the end, she said to me, you've been my nicest customer all day. He was my worst customer. I said, well, forget about people like that. They only ruin your day. And she said, don't worry about it, sir. He's going on your plane to America, but his luggage is going to Athens. (laughs) (laughs) They would do that too, wouldn't they? They would. They absolutely would. You don't think of the power these people have. You you should be respectful anyway. But Oh, wow. Uh, Everyone who's ever got lost luggage now will look back and go, what did I do? Um, what did you do after a customer was rude, Ashley? So I used to work in travel agency before um, COVID, and if people were rude to me or just having a bad day and they took it out of me, I would seat them next to the toilets on the plane. Brilliant. I would just move their seats. Mm-hmm. Good or one. I would order them a bland meal or a vegan meal. <laughs> deal with that when they're on board. There's a punishment. Wow. Here's your vegan omelette, sir. I'm so sorry I didn't order that. Well, we're all out of everything else. So. Everyone has learnt, though, we need to be nice to all travel agents. Yeah, so the, the producers are saying to us that a lot of flighties have called up, so yes. be, be kind to flighties. As you should be. Chris in Oxford for Rude customers, what did you do to get them back? Yeah, you're not wrong. The uh, airlines and stuff like that. Um, I guess not me, but I had a friend that used to work one of the airlines, and uh, any rude customers that they'd get, uh, they'd just, uh, when they ordered a coffee, would put murine eye drops in the coffee. Apparently, uh, it acted like a laxative, <laughs> and uh, yeah, do that to a couple of customers on a plane. And- you know, that, that's a double whammy because they're using the toilet all the time and the person that annoyed the travel agent stuck next to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. But, but also, wow. to a bit of punishment because I suppose did the flight attendants don't clean the they toilets, don't clean do it. they? No, the people come in at the end and yes. they have to do it. Good stuff. Wow. All right. Be nice, people. Yes. Be uh, nice. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's a podcast. <laughs> Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.